Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Thursday, December 10th, 2020, and yesterday the Big Ten made a big-time decision, and that one was to allow Ohio State, with their five wins, to play in the conference championship game. Now, Indiana, not exactly happy about this one, as they would have been the representers of the Big Ten But due to the fact that Ohio State beat Indiana and when the athletic directors convened, they realized and said, hey, look, if Indiana had beaten Ohio State, I don't think that we'd be having this conversation. But due to the fact that Ohio State beat Indiana, they're undefeated and that they probably deserve to go to the Big Ten championship game, they're going to alter the rules. Now, I understand it. Uh, There's an argument on both sides of the coin. Indiana, they released a statement and said, look, uh, we followed the Big Ten rules. We did. We could only control what we could control. Uh, unfortunately, we did lose to Ohio State. Uh, we're not happy about this decision, and I get that, and I understand that. But uh, if Indiana beat Ohio State, we're not talking about this. We're not having this conversation. And so the Big Ten championship game is going to pit Northwestern and Ohio State. Now, I, I understand where Indiana is coming from. Uh, I get it. I'd be kind of angry about the situation as well, because when you look at the grand scheme of things, uh, Indiana, like I said, like they said, they they did everything that they could. They they beat the teams that were in front of them. They played the games that they were able to play. But unfortunately, you know, Ohio State wasn't able to do that. Uh, Ohio State, uh, they've had three games canceled. One was their issue. Uh, the Illini game two weeks ago was their issue, but they had Maryland cancel on them as well as Michigan this weekend. And so, you know, you get the argument for Ohio State as well. There's two sides of the coin here. I don't think either one is right. Uh, I think, once again, this makes Kevin Warren and the Big Ten look dumb and stupid. Uh, I think initially that Kevin Warren should have just come out and said, look, here's the deal. Uh, There are going to be cancellations. We know that. We're going to use winning percentage as our indicator. You are undefeated. You have the highest winning percentage. You get to play in the Big Ten championship game, plain and simple. There shouldn't have been a game uh, knockoff there. I think the tiebreaker should have been head-to-head, especially when you're looking at the fact that the majority of these games were played on their side of the division. So, uh, it doesn't make sense what they initially did. And once again, the, the Big Ten just looks dumb. It's just a clown show. Kevin Warren, uh, you know, he made one very smart decision back in March when he shut basketball down. And I think that he thought that, oh, wow, being Big Ten commissioner is easy. It's not easy. It is not easy because some decisions that Warren has made after that have been very bad. Obviously, they were the first conference to cancel fall football. Pac-10 followed, then crickets. I think they were waiting for everybody else to follow and do the same thing. Nobody did. The SEC, eh, we're going to go forward and play. The ACC, hey, Notre Dame, come on over. We'll add you for the year. Big 12, let's do this. It hurts because, you know, Kevin Warren hasn't had it easy in his first year taking over for Jim Delaney. Uh, Delaney left a huge hole, and uh, you would have to think that things would have been a little bit different if Jim Delaney was around. I really do. Uh, That's no slight to Kevin Warren at all, but 
Uh, I think that a first-year commissioner, to ask him to go through and do this is a lot to ask for. And he's made mistakes, and it is shown. And unfortunately for the Big Ten, uh, they continue to look dumb and idiotic. Um, for the Big Ten championship game on Northwestern side of things, unfortunately, they're still playing Illinois this weekend. And uh, they looking at across uh, the field for Big Ten championship game, and they're seeing Ohio State. They don't have to play a game this week. They don't have to play Michigan because Michigan had their issues with COVID, canceled the game. And now you're looking at the fact that Ohio State's pretty much getting a bye week going into the game against Northwestern. So a competitive advantage there for Ohio State. And another advantage is the fact that they might be getting some of their players back. Now remember, when they played Michigan State last weekend, they had 20 players sit out and four coaches. Well, the coaches should be available for the Big Ten Championship game. And there's potential when some of these players tested positive that they could be back. And then on top of contact tracing, they could be almost full strength. We'll see. But uh, it does look like Ohio State's getting, you know, definitely the better end of the stick than Indiana and Northwestern, the other two teams that could have potentially played in the Big Ten championship game. Speaking of Indiana, their game against Purdue, the old Oaken bucket, has been called off. Like I reported to you yesterday, both sides did not practice. They were holding off due to COVID uh, issues. Well, those COVID issues continued yesterday. And due to that fact, they issued a joint statement and said, hey, look, we are canceling the game. This is not just not going to happen. So that brings up another point. Would Indiana have even been able to play in the Big Ten Championship now with their outbreak of COVID-19? As we all have seen, the schools that have had to put a hold on their games, which includes Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Maryland, those three teams, only Ohio State has had to shut it down for a week. The other two teams, Maryland and Wisconsin, both of them, two weeks, had to shut it down to get the virus under control. Now, the Buckeyes, the reason being, uh, that they played, in my estimation, is because they, they were trying to get those six games in to qualify for the Big Ten Championship. Now, obviously, the Big Ten changed that rule. But remember, they like I just said, 20 players they were missing and four coaches in the last game. It's a huge deficiency. And uh, there's, you know, when you look at uh, other teams that have tried to play through this, and I'm looking right at you, Minnesota and P.J. Fleck, they tried to play through this. They showed that they just don't have the depth. There's one school in the conference that has the depth to lose 20 players and still blow out a Big Ten team, that's Ohio State. That's Ohio State. They're the one school, in my estimation, that could do that. I think their twos are a mid-level Big Ten team. They're second stringers. Seriously. That's what you call an elite program. That's what they are. They are the elite program inside the Big Ten. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here because uh, Indiana will have this week off and, and, you know, if they are able to, you know, get ready and play in championship week, then maybe they have an argument about that being there. But right now there's potential that they don't have an argument because of the fact that they probably, I wouldn't say probably, but there's a possibility that they won't be able to play that week anyways due to their COVID-19 outbreak. And if they do, they'd be down even more players than what they normally would be 
specifically Michael Penix due to injury. But, uh, you know, if they had, you know, a COVID outbreak, I mean, they're going to be down some players anyways due to the Big Ten's 21-day rule. So uh, who even knows if, you know, Indiana would have been able to play that game. It's it's something that that's very interesting. Uh, Minnesota gets a commitment from Florida defensive tackle Luther McCoy, and I love this commitment. Uh, McCoy, according to the two four seven Sports Composites, like uh, in the eleven hundreds as a total recruit, but that doesn't tell the whole story. Uh, and I've always said this: y- you looking at offer lists, and offer lists to me tell more a bigger story. And uh, a solid offer list for McCoy: uh, Arkansas, Baylor, Florida State, Indiana, Georgia Tech, Penn State. He had a lot of big time schools coming after him. So to me, that means that he is extremely underrated, and I love this pickup for P.J. Fleck, especially the Florida part of it. And look, if you can go into Florida, you can get a solid guy like McCoy. Yeah, I, I think that that's a very good pickup for Minnesota. And, uh, you know, P.J. Flex, uh, flexing his muscle out in Florida, and I like that. Uh, Illinois loses wide receiver Ricky Smalling to the transfer portal. Uh, I get it. Uh, you know, Smalling, uh, they just haven't seen enough uh, with the Fighting Illini program, and uh, especially with the fact that, you know, you, you're getting a, a – a free year here in 2020. Yeah, might as well. Let's uh, let's test it out and see if you can find another place to potentially play. So, uh, losing some depth at the wide receiver position is Illinois. Uh, the Bronco Nagurski finalists. There is only one big dead name on there, and that is Davison Nixon from Iowa. The defensive tackle uh, has had a very good season, and uh, he's got some stiff competition on there. But uh, there's potential that he could take home this award to Iowa. So. Um, Pretty nice to see that uh, as well, uh, getting some recognition uh, on the de- defensive line because you know those are the guys that, uh, especially at the tackle position, a, a lot of the, a lot of times those guys don't rack up big time numbers, and you just don't hear their names very often. And for Nixon to, you know, advance in this one, that's uh, it's pretty nice, pretty special for him, and that's uh, pretty good for the Iowa program as well. Uh, Penn State came out with their COVID-19 results last week, and uh, it's pretty damn good. They only had four positives out of 1,269 tests, so uh, a solid run for them on that side of things. And then uh, over to basketball, um, the conclusion of the Big Ten ACC Challenge, and it was uh, a little bit more ACC last night than it was on Tuesday. Um, Pittsburgh defeated Northwestern in a close one, 71-70. to 70. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, they didn't play in the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge uh, due to some COVID issues, but uh, they replaced a game. They played Rhode Island. They won uh, a short one by 11, 73-62. Um, Maryland got handled by Clemson pretty easily, 51-67. to 67. Uh, Toledo uh, lost to Michigan by 20, 91-71, when Michigan opted to replace a challenger in that in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Also, uh, Indiana lost in overtime against Florida State, 67-69, and then Georgia Tech uh, handed Nebraska their first loss of the year, 75-64. to And then, like I said yesterday, the Michigan State-Virginia game was canceled and that one was not played. But, uh, you know, the uh, I'm not even going to pretend like the challenge was a real one this year. Uh, multiple cancellations and the fact that you're also looking at, uh, you know, just uh, an odd year 
so I'm not going to crown a winner in this one. Uh, I think this is an off year. It's nice to see the Big Ten ACC Challenge going on once again. But, again, th- this one uh, I'm not going to crown a winner due to the fact that uh, multiple games were canceled due to issues inside uh, both sides, you know, in the ACC and the Big Ten uh, inside programs due to COVID-19. And that will do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Radio reviews, share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great day, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.